0: I have a great idea. That was new. The monkeys has... might fly out of my butt. I don't I don't
1: see it happening. Hey everyone, it's me, John D. Richardson Esquire. No.
0: Esquire? No, Esquire.
1: No, Esquire. I am certified at doing nothing. <laughs> Who are Me too. you?
0: I'm also certified at doing nothing, and I'm Louise.
1: I wonder if, I wonder if the reason why we don't follow through on a lot of these ideas is because of lack of motivation, and maybe that's why we're not certified to do anything. Hmm. I don't know. I'm okay with that. Me too. <laughs> uh so thanks everyone for tuning in for pressing play on that app or from i don't know going on a website i don't know uh this i don't is know your podcast. life cast <laughs> yeah nor should we unless you want to tell us about it but we'll get to that in a moment okay. this is the podcast where my bud louise and i talk about all the great ideas that we always have but that we are literally never going to do Mm-mm. um with rare exceptions
0: have we done one?
1: I mean, we started this podcast. Okay, one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's basically it. Yeah, that's the only <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, and if you have a great idea, if you want to tell us about a great idea that you'll never do, you can call us 304-804-IDEA or you can write to us Pod at gmail.com all of our social media stuff is at greatideapod we literally never do it that's i gotta stop saying literally we very rarely do anything with our social medias
0: right but i i like knowing it's there
1: is it social medias social medium or socials media like passersby
0: i think it's socials media but (laughs) it
1: probably isn't but it really should be (laughs) uh hey Louise how's it going
0: well I'm in a little bit of a depression last night the Olympics were officially over and now I don't know what to do with myself for the next two years um but I mean, are, otherwise, are, life's all right.
1: Well, here's a question for you. Are you a fan of, like, any... I know that you go to the occasional baseball game when that's in season. Yeah. Uh, is that what you say? In season? Like, it's a strawberry or something?
0: Yeah, I guess so. Baseball season? <laughs>
1: But like in the seat, like, oh, baseball's in season now. Mm-hmm. Is that a thing? Yeah, okay. yeah. So, but like aside from that, are you really much of a sports person? I We've known each other for a really I long know. time. And I um, just like don't straight up know this about you. I, I know that you love go, the Olympics. Yeah.
0: I, ugh, I mean, that's just totally a different level. I I go in phases, I guess. And it's just like picking and choosing. Um, Chris and I once took a, I'll call it a field trip. To okay. St. Louis, and we saw... Did,
1: did Mayor have to sign a permission slip? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, she wouldn't have, even if she had to. <laughs> would you have
1: forged Mayor's signature?
0: You know it. That's how I went on all my field trips.
1: <laughs> the truth um, is
0: out. It's true. Sorry, Mrs. Chinberg, or Mrs. Duncan, or Mrs.... Eh, those are the only two I can remember right now.
1: Mrs. Chinberg sounds like the name of a character that would be on leave it to beaver
0: oh for sure
1: yeah and if you want to hear us talk about that podcast that show listen to our other podcast louisa to beaver not a joke um okay so, okay. Two, uh, so two great field ideas. oh yeah so, so field we, trip we
0: went to st louis for i think 48 hours maybe 36 somewhere in there to see a world cup Co- start again to see a world cup qualifying match it oh. was Trinidad, Tobago and the U.S. And then previous to that, um, I have a friend who I often visit who works for the State Department and he was mm-hmm. in Sao Paulo and I had gone to visit him and he was like, hey, next year the World Cup is in Brazil. You should come back. And I was like, yes, please. So right, uh, I, I feel I, like
1: the World Cup would be a fun one to, you know, be at.
0: It was. It was very fun. Yeah. And then I, I didn't go to school at the University of Iowa, but my family is very much into the Hawkeyes, and so like I'm, I'm an honorary Hawkeye in my family. So we, I watch like college football games, and, um, yeah. I don't know. I like sport. Uh huh. I used to sing like the national anthem in high school at like basketball games and swim uh-huh. meets, and you know stuff so I I like that and I like I don't know like the fine line between sometimes the showmanship of doing something Mm -hmm. and then the actual skill it takes to do it like so not that I want to bring up ice skating but it's sort of like let's go back to tap shows for a second also I love theater um when you're doing a really really complicated tap combination and the audience is like crickets, and then you half time the music and like slow uh-huh. everything down, and then the audience is applauding, and you're like, ah, oh, bitch, that's not hard. So <laughs> it's like whatever, like that is the thing that gets the audience really going. I don't know, right? Or that's been my experience.
1: Yeah. And
0: so I, I, I don't. Think that I don't know, I don't feel like I'm a super sportsy girl, but I do like sports. Uh-huh. I guess I don't really follow uh, right. athletes yeah. during the non Olympics. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm going to a cross country ski meet.
1: Sure, you're yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Ra- not like race? you're really remembering too many of these people's names. And, like, tracking their career and what's going on with them afterwards. It's like, oh, we're done now. Right. All right. Maybe I'll see you in a while.
0: Yeah. Or there's a few that I've followed on Instagram since the beginning of Instagram. Like, Uh the two that, you know, whatever. But.
1: Give him a shout out. Who are they?
0: Oh, Sean White. Okay. Because uh, he was just, I don't know, I felt like. You're a big Orbit Gum fan? What's that?
1: You're a big Orbit Gum fan. Wasn't he like the spokesperson for Orbit Gum? Oh my God, that's right.
0: (laughs) Well, okay, so I think I maybe like fell in love with him. I don't know. I feel like we're the same age. Like he was 16 and I was 16 and he was like doing some skateboard thing with Tony Hawk. And I was like, oh my God, like. I I may have even been watching MTV, and then I was like, wait, this guy snowboards? Wait, he's going to the Olympics? Wait, wait, wait. And, you know, (laughs) times times like that. And then... uh, you just
1: started short-circuiting, and sparks are flying everywhere.
0: Yeah. And then, of course, uh, Johnny Weir, because when he... Johnny Weir. When he broke the scene uh, in skating, I was like, loving this guy. And then because of him, Tara Lipinski, and now their um, correspondents. And I think they even went to the Rio Olympics. I don't know what they would have corresponded there because they're not expert in summer games. But I I believe that they went down there for carnival. But they just are charismatic? Yeah. Yeah. Ambassadors of America and... Yeah. So yeah, anyway, I'm I'm sad. Like I feel a little lost.
1: Well, right now we're gonna get you back into it. Oh yeah. Back into just like being jazzed about stuff because we're gonna talk about some great ideas that we're never going to do. Yeah. Uh, how I think that you started last time. I'll start this time. How's okay. that? Cool. Okay. So I. Uh, I've been like kind of teasing for a while that I'm going to talk about some baby ideas because I've got a seven month old who is currently snoozing the night away. And, um, I, I actually have the baby monitor. I'm pretty sure you, you guys can't hear it, but there's like just a low, subtle roar under my, by my feet where I have the monitor right now. And I did a lot of like tinkering with audio levels to try to like make sure that I was going to be, you know, the microphone was going to be picking up stuff from the baby monitor and whatever. And it's right now I just have audio going. I don't need to see the top of her head not move, you know, for a while. So just have audio. And um, I, you know, we have, Uh, like a normal monitor but there's you know also got like a camera that is wi-fi and everything like that but i don't know if that's what we need right now i don't necessarily need to hear the entire like room that she is in all i need to know is if she is crying i don't i also don't even need to know if she's going like (laughs) because like at 5 30 in the morning she'll go (laughs) like she'll just talk to herself for a while and she oh she'll be awake sometimes she'll be probably be asleep but like she might just be practicing like her the noises that she makes and stuff like that but i don't need that to wake me up i need to you know wake up if there's something wrong and she's crying cuz if she's just like chilling then we're good. So Louise we're we're hooked up to everything at all times. We've got watches that tell us when we have a uh, a calendar appointment coming up soon and like we are just constantly connected. So I just need something that will vibrate make a tone something just when she's crying that's all I need we actually have one of those uh devices that you we put on her foot that monitors her heart rate and oxygen level so we know if like the big evil SIDS monster is coming to town uh luckily all this thing has ever done is send us notifications when the sock is out of place or if there's a low battery or something, it's never told us like little uh, one time it was just like dangerously low oxygen levels. And then like we go in there and the sock is just like next to her on the, <laughs> on the mattress or something like it just fell off. Um, so I just need something that will send me an alert not like uh, like any loud alarm sounds but just like a vibration on my wrist to let me know when i need to be in there with her i don't need to know when she's practicing her vowels right she does it all the time she's wonderful at it just saying so it's a, just a new kind of baby monitor it's not necessarily uh monitoring you know the the entirety of the room it's just when she needs it I don't know. I like it. It might exist.
0: I mean, if you're listening to this for the first time, uh we do little to no research before we start spewing.
1: I will I mean, for something like this, I've done just like having a baby, you you, you read about all the like gizmos that are out and you know it's hard to have you make a lot of decisions about like what's the right thing to get and so but like I just haven't come across anything exactly like what I'm talking about yeah because this like even that like sock monitor thing it's called the Owlet and uh, for the longest time I mean we figured out how to turn off the sound but basically there needs to be this little like puck thing pretty much next to her crib and it's got lights and it makes noise and it's like if the sock is in a weird place on her foot I don't need that thing lighting up and playing hush little baby in like a shrill beepy tone that's super loud you know that's just going to wake her up I just need something that's going to alert me when it's like something is truly up So I don't even, maybe it's just a matter of making these things better. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, there's actually a really cool thing uh, called the snoo. and, And it's for younger babies, but it's a bassinet that's sexy as hell. And it like can tell if your baby is like fussing around a lot. And then it will like rock and like vibrate more to like settle the baby
0: whoa
1: yeah
0: i'm gonna have to google that
1: snoo s-n-o-o it's crazy
0: huh check it okay. out okay i will check yeah. it out i mean not right now check in the middle of a podcast but
1: yeah for the dog maybe i don't know
0: oh yeah he would be living his dreams
1: <laughs> rock me <laughs> uh okay Ideas-wise, what you got? What's okay. cooking in that brain?
0: I got a lot of things cooking. Okay. Um, One of them is a thing I'd like to call, maybe if you've got a better name, tell me, but dinner mittens. Okay. It's for when you've purchased a wrap, let's say, a burger, okay. something you need to eat with your hands, french fries, I don't know, you decide. And you've also just gotten a manicure, so <laughs> okay. every time you go to eat, you're smelling slash tasting chemicals. Uh-huh. This is from personal experience, actually. Um, <laughs> of
1: course it is. <laughs> we- weeks ago, weeks ago,
0: I was like, oh, I'm starving. There's no food in the house, and it's terrible to go to the grocery store hungry. Let's just get takeout or delivery. And then it arrived, and... And I had just had a manicure and I washed my hands and I was like, I'm ready. And I was eating French fries and maybe had about four and was like, something is wrong. Something is not right. And uh, Chris was like, "Uh, it tastes fine to me. And uh, it took me halfway through my meal to realize if I'd only had some dinner mittens, I could have kept my appetite and enjoyed it instead of stopping.
1: So, would it They're have just been
0: mittens that you put on that you can eat with? Would it have been what?
1: Uh, no, like the nails and everything—they were dry. They were already just like.
0: Oh yeah, I had had my manicure. Let's say at four p.m., and we were eating, you know, diner delivery at like nine thirty or ten. Like diner pu-
1: delivery—that's what you get
0: for takeout
1: diner food. Well, I'm just, this was this, is this a side was that specific
0: time, but I also said if you happen to get a wrap, uh huh. I don't know who eats so, hummus with their forks, but I'm going hands in on that stuff too. Pita, okay, carrots. So,
1: right. So, it, um, this is something that would just kind of neutralize the aroma. Yeah. But that's something that you wouldn't mind touching food with. But that's. But maybe it's
0: like... I didn't think that far about it. I was just thinking like, yeah. I don't know, I don't want to wear latex gloves because that feels really surgical and also I don't have yeah. those at my house already. And <laughs> you might taste the weird powder dust that they have on them or if you don't right. have that kind or whatever. I don't know. All I was saying was I had this idea because I basically could not enjoy any part of that meal. And I was like, oh. Right dinner mittens this would have been great (laughs)
1: um yeah i mean i guess we could take it to another level and kind of kind of make it more of like also a napkin situation because i'm just trying to think of like a wrap so okay
0: well, I washed how, my hands. That's the thing. You
1: washed your hands, but the but there was still something coming off of like those fingers. chemicals. Yeah. Yeah. So Yeah, how do you or maybe you if really there's like,
0: neutralizing juice, like the acidity of a lemon in I don't know. Yeah, is there
1: something maybe it's a matter of like a better dipping soap? your fingers into some sort of like jelly or liquid solution that just like sucks out the like chemical odors
0: yeah without hurting your skin or your manicure
1: right of course because that's (laughs) the most important thing
0: yeah yeah so first world problem but I had it sure well you know
1: I also want to I also kind of want to toss this out to our listeners if you have any ideas for this type of thing because my question is what is this mitten made of
0: right I don't know. I didn't think that far through.
1: Is it a silicone situation? I don't know. I feel like that's where we're at these days where it's like, oh, silicone is the solution for everything. Where it's like, it's better for the environment. It's, you know, doesn't really have an odor or flavor.
0: Yeah, because the next thing is I feel like you'd only have one pair. It wouldn't be uh, use them and throw them away after your meal. Oh, of course. You would have them and then you would just have them and wash them and hang them to dry. Yeah, I don't know. I
1: have have a question for you. Um, What is your, uh, let's say you're getting a takeout like burrito. What is your, you don't do it. I don't do burritos. You don't do burritos.
0: No, if I go to Chipotle, I'm getting a bowl. Um, and most of the time, uh, I am afraid of burritos because I am a no cilantro. Cilantro. No. Uh,
1: I'm I'm aware of your cilantro situation. Yeah. No burritos, but n- just straight up no burritos. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. Well,
0: I'll I'll just always choose something else.
1: Uh huh. Man, I don't know wh- how I would be able to live without burritos. Also, cilantro doesn't come into my life all that much, and I and the thing is, I know when it does because I think about you.
0: But it's all, it's not always, but it's often in like pico de gallo. Right. It's like often in, let's talk about Chipotle for just a second, like that tomato, it's not the pico de gallo, but it's like this other tomato based like salsa. Sure. Yeah. Like it's often in that and the trace amounts of it where somebody who enjoys it or doesn't notice it, it's like not there, but. It is the thing making it unenjoyable for me. Man, I know it's rough.
1: That is really rough. Huh.
0: What were what were you gonna say? Like, what do I? Oh, what well, I was, Well,
1: no, no, no. It's more about the way that you would eat it, and I guess wraps fall into a similar category, depending on how they are. Uh, like, what the the wrap? Like, once it is a wrap, what it is wrapped inside of. Because a lot of times burritos will be wrapped in some sort of foil that, oh. you know, it, the the best way to attack it is to kind of unwrap from the top, revealing a little bit at a time so that you don't just have like a potentially falling apart mess in your hands. Yeah. I will it often get a breakfast contained.
0: wrap if I'm in a hurry and can't do that myself. Uh-huh. And, and that at the place I normally go comes in a paper, but they cut it okay. in half for you already. So oh, okay, yeah. You do have I, to unwrap it, but my, I'm mostly just always so hungry, I immediately take all the paper off, and then in like three oh, months, really it's down yeah.
1: Well, then you don't even have a problem right there. No. Uh, by the way, I don't, I don't know if we've ever talked about this, and this does not apply to anything in the ideas department, but I will take a wrap over a sandwich 10 times out of 10 wow oh yeah i don't need the stress of worrying about things falling out of the sides
0: wow i don't need that in my life not even an open face like what about avocado toast
1: avocado toast isn't a sandwich oh it's toast oh it's toast with topping on it
0: okay fair point fair point
1: i mean like a pb and j doesn't really work as a wrap Correct. But you're not so worried about like lettuce or tomatoes or whatever else like falling out of the sides. Mm-hmm. This is I'm just talking. I'm just talking here. We're just having a conversation.
0: Yeah, that's all. <laughs> I. First of all, love bread. Um, I also feel like sometimes that's the fun of it. Um. Oh,
1: the challenge of keeping yeah. everything inside.
0: Yeah. Or like ha- like I don't really have a like. A preference between a square cut or a triangle cut for consumption reasons. And sometimes when there's bits coming out one side, I'm like, "Ooh, I better eat from that side now. So right. like, that's kind of a, a game, mm-hmm. a sandwich game.
1: It's the best game of all. Yeah. I want to see that in the Olympics.
0: So I have two other ideas related to this one thing. You want me to keep okay. going or to, let's okay. just
1: just keep going.
0: So the other the the next idea spawned from just like thinking ah oh, dinner mittens. Why are there not color changing oven mitts?
1: Uh,
0: that would be the okay. greatest.
1: Just like for fun purposes yeah! or for
0: okay then we yeah, have make the it technology. Happen. Let's just do it like hyper color t shirts like. that'd be so fun
1: well we've talked about the like kind of hyper color car paint before which yeah as as we all know you and i are on board with things that change color so i mean yeah why stop at shirt oven mitts yeah of course i guess oven mitts have the extra level of fun because they are constantly in temperature changing situations yeah um yeah, I also just like hyper color, like um, cold storage packs, like ice packs, where it's like you know that you need to stick it back in the freezer because it has changed to a different color, something yeah. like that. It's it's just fun.
0: I like it. We, should, we need to bring it back. So many things are coming back. That's one of them that needs to.
1: So Jenko's, Jenko Jeans just announced that they are officially closing their doors for good. Uh, Uh. so as two giant pant legs walk out the door, something from the past needs to come back, right?
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. All right. What was your one other thing that was... Oh,
0: the final idea that had to do with dinner mittens, uh, is less about mittens and more just about also fun because I was like, ooh, color changing oven mints. Okay. (laughs) It's a black olive photo shoot. It's like glamour shots, but with food. You okay. could have you could have like you know, did you ever put black olives on your fingers like at Thanksgiving from a platter the, and like have the
1: real question is, did I ever not put black olives on they, my fingers? D-
0: right. Right. So yeah, and then I thought, ooh, you could do like a Clementine slice mustache.
1: Uh-huh. Or you
0: could you could do you could do weird hand poses with your black olive fingers and Yeah, that's it. Just fun, nostalgic, food glamour shots.
1: Okay. Turn this into an Instagram account.
0: Yes. And
1: just, like, start doing it. Because these are the things that, like, people like to pick up on.
0: Okay, I need a clever... First of all, I need a good camera. So, I need that. But second, what do I call it?
1: Oh, man. Uh... That's, that's, I'm not going to waste dead air on that right, right. now. But okay, like, check
0: back in with me, though, because I feel like I need to do I'm it. I'm going
1: to think about that, though, because that sounds like fun.
0: Because I have a crimper in a closet somewhere and a lot of hairspray waiting to glamour shot it up. I don't know. <laughs> okay, cool. those were good. Right. so
1: my, uh, my other idea, and I've had this one on here for a while, but it, uh, it's kind of a dud. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. it's kind of a dud. So no, what? Right now, you you haven't heard it yet. I You're bet about it's to great. Be like, oh, okay. okay. Well, it's it's not a fully formed idea. But anyway, uh, there. This is another baby related thing, because right now it is winter in the Pacific Northwest, and every weekday. I got to get my kid in the car, take her to daycare. But part of the routine kind of has to be open up the garage door, start the car and let it warm up, like crank up the heat to like 80 and let it warm up for a while. And that's just like most of the time I just have to like go in and grab her and put her in and it's not even warm at all. Or like, I just don't want to leave the car running for, you know, that long. So there needs to be, I I understand the issues with like, it's a bad idea to have a heating element in a baby's car seat. I get that, but there needs to be something. I don't know if it's just like a gigantic bean bag or something, but you know how there's those like hand warmers and those foot warmers that like you put in your shoes or whatever, but they're just like, you kind of just crunch them around a little bit and they generate heat somehow. There needs to be just, like, a big one of those that you, like, put on a baby's car seat, like, overnight or something, and it just kind of keeps it, even if it's, like, room temperature, as long as it's not, like, freezing cold, because babies are fragile little creatures, and, you know, one degree too cold to one degree too warm, and that kid's got a fever,
0: that's what a great idea. Do? I don't know what to call it or how we would do I, it, but...
1: Right, I but, like, I feel like it can't require gas or electricity or anything like that because then you're just, like, really putting things in danger. So there just needs to be something, uh, I don't know, maybe...
0: What if you could train Daisy to go sit in the seat and make it warm? Yeah there here she, she is. is right here if you could She's make making her this seat warm. just body heat warm up the seat and then be like good dog and then <laughs> k- kick her out
1: oh my god she would not participate no. willingly in Mine that situation neither. she would certainly be able to cover it with her own fur <laughs> by like freaking out and like shedding all over it so that's a thing um yeah, no, it's not a great It's not a great idea. That one is not a great idea. It's that not a beautiful be. idea.
0: It could be great. It could
1: be. If you have an idea of how to make that actually a thing, call us, 304-804-IDEA. We'll, uh, you'll leave a voicemail and we can play it on the show. Uh, send us an email, pod at gmail.com. Um, we have a little bit to talk about with that, but first let's talk about our challenges from... Not the last episode, because that was our Olympics mini-sode, but the episode before that, we had challenged each other, so I'll let you go first. I forget what I challenged you to.
0: Okay, I was challenged to kitchen storage. Right. I feel like there's, it's so hard, unless you're gonna be, I don't know, doing it sort of the Jetsons style, where everything's super sleek, and then you just open a thing, and it's there. But I had this idea, (laughs) try to envision this with me because I don't even know if I'm going to be able to explain what's in my head. But if you think about a counter height and you Mm -hmm. have, let's say, three drawers or two drawers, it's like that, only when you pull the handle, it's one unit. Okay. And then vertically... In the space of the cabinet, faux drawers are two bookshelves type kind of things that then swivel. So you could put canned goods in there or cleaning supplies. Because a lot of times I feel like in kitchens, if you have a counter length high and three drawers or two drawers, things are deep and awkward and stuff just falls to the bottom and then you can only kind of fill it up halfway because then you're rooting through it and then things get jumbled Mm -hmm. and then you can't close it so if it was like a one unit drawer bookshelf type thing that when you got it out swiveled you could utilize both sides oh yeah you know what I mean
1: yeah, I don't know I if I'm you.
0: explaining that audio. I think
1: I I think I get it. Like it's okay. on a track. Yeah. It's yeah, it's not it's not the way a drawer normally would be. It is a vertical drawer. Right. Yeah.
0: But kind of like a bookshelf cuz you could even put rows and rows of coffee mugs and then use where uh-huh. you would use your coffee mug storage for a different thing or right. um like I said canned goods before that are just all very uniform.
1: Right. Um, I like it.
0: Yeah. So there was that. And then my other idea, because I'm an overachiever and I can't just have one idea, was um, sort of a same but a singular um, like end table sized, because my kitchen is so small and that's all I can really afford space wise. um, Island to give you extra surface area working station so somebody Mm -hmm. can be at the actual counter. Somebody can be at the end table sized island chopping stuff. But then you also have, we'll call it a drawer, but it's not really, it's just going to tilt and then go back in. It's not going to pull out on a track. Yeah. 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 But that's where you put your compost bin or Mm -hmm. where your trash can goes instead of under a sink or your recycling can. So you can still walk around it in the way that people walk around pillars uh-huh. But it also gives you the added surface area workspace because um, right now in my apartment, it's really tragic, but there's no <laughs> place for any kind of garbage receptacle. Yeah. Um. We had a place and a double trash recycling receptacle, but then we were like, we yeah. should get rid of this and get a cabinet from Ikea. And we love that cabinet, but then we were like, oh, uh-huh. the garbage. So now it just sort of hangs outside of the cabinet uh, where it's just the sink kind of like is. A weird, yeah. It's just out and open, and so when people come over to visit, we're like, "Oh, take the trash out," or these people are close to us, just leave it. <laughs> well, this but it's is an kind eyesore. Of,
1: oh yeah, trash cans are really difficult to navigate. This kind of like it gives me a bit of an idea, uh, because this is something that like I always want to be able to do, but. There's really just no way that's good to do it. But it's basically cutting out the middleman, which is like the indoor trash can trash bag situation. But and I know that this is a more challenging thing to do when you're in a city like New York, such as yourself. Uh, But like where I live, if there is a way that I could have a spot on like my wall that Goes directly to outside where like the trash bins are, and like a little kind of like a drive through window, or um,
0: or like I don't know, a, just like some, a some, some, like a laundry chute, like but exactly. for your garbage to go outside, that would be genius. Right.
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, tall apartment buildings and stuff have garbage chutes like that. Um some of them not so tall and they just go into dumpsters but it's like why can't they that kind of thing be built into a house because it's like let's let's cut out the middleman why are we wasting all this plastic on garbage bags Yeah send it down the chute
0: Yeah that's There we go. That's smarts.
1: That's smarts there for you people. Mm-hmm. Um so you challenged me to serving ware that i did so uh utensils plates bowls so on and so forth um i have two ideas because i uh, got my little louise inspiration there to overachieve a little bit and both of my things are related to um i guess could be like weight loss or health concerns but uh, the first one is a plate that has a built-in scale so uh, you know exactly how much food you're putting onto it. Um, it's just all built right into it and like maybe when there's too much stuff on it, it like lets out like a shrill beep or something and you have to like remove something if you want to have something else. I have a uh, question. I, what's up?
0: Like a regular round plate, or yeah. like a cafeteria tray where different compartments measure different things.
1: Ooh, I like that idea too. Oh, as long awesome. as you're being honest with yourself. Okay. But like, <laughs> and I totally get that. Like, yeah, there could be. There's such a thing as like a heavy salad that's like healthy for you. Maybe there's just lots of beets on it. You know, yeah. something like that. But like, I understand that there's uh, going to be issues here, but if if you are worried about the i guess just the amount of food that you're eating that's like i don't know one way to maybe deal with it um it's... and uh oh i have a name for it because again just like louise i'm feeling i'm feeling louisey right now but it's called plate but instead of p l a t e it's p l e i g h t
0: slow clap i love it i love it Uh,
1: and the other thing is a fork that when it is used too much in a certain amount of time the what are they called tines is that what the little yeah forky tines they retract
0: oh like a wolverine claw
1: like Wolverine claws, they just kind of suck back in and they say, uh-uh, put that down. Uh, Also, maybe if there's a way, uh, I don't know how to make this, how to visualize this for a spoon, but all I know is that like, all right, if I get out a pint of ice cream and I'll just like, I'll just take a few bites or no, whatever. No, a
0: pint, that is a serving size. That is a
1: serving, yeah. So, but it's like, it shouldn't be. And uh, I know that. I just don't have the willpower. So I need a spoon to be my willpower. Mm-hmm. And, like,
0: collapse
1: after it's, res- it's I got gotten... It.
0: I got it. It's What's called spnoodle.
1: Spnoodle.
0: <laughs> and it becomes, like, a wet noodle when you've used it too much.
1: I love it. If there's... Yeah, I don't know how to make that happen. But, like, it sounds amazing. And then it, you... Make it go back to its original form by, like, washing it. I don't know. Um, Okay. Those were really fun. Uh, Before we get to our challenges for next time, I want to talk about not one but two phone calls that we got. I know. Silently cheering. I know. Uh, I'm so
0: excited. If you
1: call 304-804-IDEA, you can leave us a voicemail with your great idea. We'll talk about it. We've done it before. We'll do it again. We got two calls. That's the great news. The bad news is there weren't any real messages left because they were calls from correctional facilities and we can't pay the charge or accept the call if it just goes straight to a voicemail. So to all of you listening who are in correctional facilities, thank you. Yeah. And I'm sorry that we can't receive your calls.
0: Do they get? to email
1: i don't know uh if you have email privileges greatideapod at gmail.com i don't know how things work there um so louise my challenge to you for next time is
0: prison okay Okay. Yeah. I'm also We wondering had two calls like maybe, uh one
1: day one one day after another. There were two days in a row that we got calls.
0: I wonder if we need to set up a P.O. box for snail mail cuz I bet they can absolutely write mail. It's just Please. then one of us will have to go get the mail from the PO box and we need a sponsor
1: we absolutely need a sponsor if for any reason it's just so that we can have a PO box if anybody wants to support the show financially we have a patreon page and yeah. we have like little prizes you can get um, with your small donations so it's patreon.com slash great idea pod um,
0: Because now I'm soups intrigued and I want to. Right? I want to be in contact. Okay.
1: Yeah. So uh, yesterday I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to be recording tomorrow. I better get the stuff so that I can play the voicemails. Let me take a look at the voicemail things because it's like, it's with Google Voice and it transcribes it. And Uh it's just like, and I just read the first couple of words and it was like about being from a correctional facility and they're from two different numbers. So um
0: well I wonder yeah. if that's just maybe the the routing one of number.
1: them well one of them was an 800 number um and another one was uh just a regular area code.
0: Okay. Oh, wow. All right. Bummer.
1: And also We'll,
0: we'll try to figure something out.
1: Also, for anybody out there, if we are your one phone call at the uh, (laughs) at the sheriff station, um, I'm sorry that we can't answer. I truly am. (laughs) Um, We hope that you're not in for marijuana-related crimes. I'm just saying.
0: If you get phone privileges in prison, but you don't have anyone to call. You can still call us. We just can't hear what it is or answer. If you just need I mean, to
1: dial some numbers, well, I, I highly mean, recommend like, 3 or 4, 8 or four. I don't 8. know
0: the kind of psychology that goes behind being somewhere and then not having anyone to call when most other people can just call someone. Like if you're just calling out into the void, it. this is weird and I don't... It's not weird, but I, I don't remember what movie this was from but somebody had saved a voicemail of a deceased person and just like listened mm-hmm. to it over and over again just like it just made them feel good uh-huh. um what movie was this but anyway yeah if you just you know the number and you're just calling it because you have podcast privileges but not internet i don't know how that's working but cool
1: yeah i don't know um Okay, your challenge. Th- okay. Thank you for listening by to, by the way to yes, all of y'all out you. there.
0: Um for next time I I'm sad to say I thought of it beforehand and uh, You
1: can change your mind. Well,
0: I I don't know <laughs> how to change different. my mind cuz I don't have something else, but I was going to say okay. there was a day last week that it was 75 degrees in New mm-hmm. York City in February. February and right. uh I bent down at work and split the knee of my like favorite pair of jeans, and I thought, uh-huh. it's okay, I'll make them into shorts, and then realized that could go terribly wrong. Um, so right mm-hmm. now, they're just sitting with a knee hole in them. Uh, I know that's probably really trendy, but I'm not a knee hole kind of lady. But So your challenge is cutoffs. Jorts. Whatever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay challenge accepted like i have a choice <laughs> <laughs> um cool i dig it i uh, everybody thank you for listening we've talked about all the things that we would normally say now before yeah 304 804 idea great idea pod at com, and so on and so forth um yeah That's what I got. You got anything,
0: Louise? Nothing else to add.
1: Thank you, everybody, for listening.
0: Yeah. Thanks for hanging out
1: with me, Louise.
0: Thanks for hanging out with me. I don't see it happening.